Meanwhile, in a bit of a win, if you like, for police, a serial climate change activist has been sentenced to a lengthy stint behind bars for his role in a series of recent protests. It's the latest in a long list of charges for this serial pest, including hundreds of dollars in fines. So that's a win for police. David Elliott is back. You there, Dave? Hi, Marcus. Sorry about that. Not a problem. All right. Now, you're furious about, and I, I talked about this story this morning on the program. I won't go through the details again, but they are shocking. Uh, this man uh, will need to trust that he'll do the right thing until at least early next year, as far as I'm concerned. Um, tell me your thoughts on this. Well, this, I mean, Marcus said, you know, the, the Daily Telegraph reported it reasonably well today, and I'm sure um, your listeners are now um, familiar with the situation, but we just can't keep having the judiciary ignore public safety like this. And, and you know, I, I'll get in trouble for calling it out, but I think, I think people need to know that uh, this is not a... Uh, a bail is not something that is the gift of, of the government. It's a, it's a gift of the court. And we have the separation of powers in, in modern democracies for good reason. But, you know, it's, it's like this Mustafa Belush situation where I just don't know how, um, the, how the people in the judiciary think that these people deserve bail because I don't think they do. And, 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 and the, the fact that we now have women at risk because this guy has not been uh, incarcerated while, uh, while the police put the brief together is just extraordinary. Well, I agree. Uh, and look, I know you need to be a little careful. I, not so much. But this decision to grab bail to a man who allegedly had to be pulled off a woman as he raped her allegedly in the middle of a suburban street. I mean, it's a slap in the face for victims of crime and women. Uh, I mean, this 35-year-old Jason Williams had to be dragged off his 56-year-old victim by passers-by. They performed a citizen's arrest as, uh, you know, and all this happened just hundreds of metres from the Panania diggers just after midnight on Sunday morning. It, you're right, it's not good enough, David. Well, it's not, and I know the club very well. I know the area very well. I mean, I, I, I was born and bred in, in that part of Sydney, and, uh, and uh, you know, it is a really nice suburban, family-orientated, um, you know, uh, neighbourhood. And, uh, and, you know, it, it, that doesn't mean that, crime doesn't exist there crime exists everywhere yeah but people people deserve the right to feel safe and uh, and you know you know i've got you know i've, I've got you know a wife and you know i've got yep. i've got sisters and you know and nieces and, and 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 i would be horrified to think that somebody like that is out in the community but as i said i i don't want the community to think i don't want your listeners to think this is something that's sanctioned by government that's why i mm. speak out against it because it's not sanctioned by government this we have the separation of powers yeah. and yeah. long and long may it rain marcus you know it's, it's like your freedom of speech you're 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 actually obliged to speak about these issues as a, as a broadcaster i'm i'm i'm, a, I'm and, and as a member of parliament i'm obliged to speak on behalf of my constituents and and I think um, I think they are very very important parts of, of the fabric of society. But it's also important for people, your listeners, to know that um, this is a uh, this this is as far as I'm concerned, um, this is not something sanctioned by their police minister. Well, that's right, of course. And Attorney General Mark Speakman, he's apparently been briefed. He's requested a transcript of the proceedings. He'll look at whether it should be added to the, the list of bail decisions already being reviewed by the Bail Act Monitoring Group. Meanwhile, we just have to hope and pray that this Williams fellow 
who is set to reappear in court on January 18, behaves himself. Well, that's right. And uh, listen, I mean, without wanting to give too many secrets away, I'm pretty confident that uh, that anybody that finds themselves in this position will be monitored within an inch of their life. Good. As I said, uh, Mustafa Belushi was proof that, uh, that unfortunately, you know, no system is foolproof. Mm. But, um, you know, this bloke so much as kicks a cat, I would expect the court will put him into uh, a, a cell at Her Majesty's pleasure. Good. Uh, a win, though, uh, that serial climate change activist, that pest up there in Newcastle, has been jailed. Uh, he will probably spend at least well, six months or so uh, to cool his heels and hopefully learn a lesson that, look, protesting is OK. We were able to do it pretty peacefully without any arrests or any problems over the weekend in Sydney, and that's because people didn't tie themselves to railway tracks or, or try and abseil from infrastructure above coal. Yeah, it's interesting, uh, Marcus. I think some, one, one of my constituents who listens to your program I saw me. I spoke to me on on the weekend, and he he's an ex railway engineer, and and he we sat down and had a quick conversation about this, and and he just said to me, you know, these train drivers, people are forgetting the fact that these train drivers, it's it's not it's it's not as if you know they're they're um they're prepared for the it's not like they they're prepared for for people that want to commit suicide, but yeah. they actually have to feel they have to actually deal with it quite regularly and their and their peers have to deal with it yeah. and so when the when when the laws were introduced all those years ago about the the crimes act about um was was modified to ensure that it it included people that wanted to um threaten life uh, over uh, on railways yeah that was introduced because you know obviously at the time train travel was was the big thing it was certainly much more um much more of a uh, of a mode of transport than the airline travel is at the moment but yeah. they said he, he just said to me you know don't ever ever underestimate the trauma of a train driver which is caused when they when they know that there are people whose lives are at risk and uh, and you know it, it certainly brought home to me the fact that these these protesters are just so so selfish. It is setting selfish. aside the economic vandalism, setting aside the economic vandalism, and I know you've got a big listener base in the Hunter Valley, and 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 and, and I get it because my my, my mother's family are all Cessnock coal miners. I get that, but these uh, these train drivers that want to put the lives of uh, sorry what, what these 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 protesters that want to yeah. put the actual the trauma mm. of of um, these uh, rail engineers and these train drivers. Uh, out of their out of their mind when they uh, when they when they put themselves at risk like this they put their lives at risk and they try to make a political statement is just so so selfish. Well, it is, uh, you know, and, it, and that's why I think the police are doing the right thing. There are other ways to do it: get a permit, do it legally, do it out the front of the establishment, not on private land, and certainly not uh, in a way that would endanger not only yourself but first responders. I mean, when you know some of your members last week had to abseil at the top to get these silly girls down. I mean, I, as I mentioned at the time to them when I had them on the program, I was speaking to the girls who were abseiling, and I said, "What happens if one of the police officers who's come to arrest you falls you know that's it's right. kind of selfish all right that's right that's right that's right that, that, that it is selfish and it's self-indulgent yeah. and there are other right. ways i mean you know they can ring your program i mean they can write a letter to the editor they yeah. can they can call their local member of parliament they can put on a you know a change.org um there's so many so many ways and, and let me tell you as a member of parliament mm. i just look at those people and say no nah, selfish fool ignore what they're saying absolutely but i tell you what if they put a petition to my office 
uh, or if they um, they make they make representations or they they make an appointment to come and see me, I listen to them, and and and, and that that is lobbying one hundred and one. That I, I, I will certainly listen to more people that ring your ring your program to make a complaint than I would about somebody that wants to go and do something stupid like I'm putting lives at risk. William Tyrrell's search is into its eighth day in the current search. Uh, gee, they're working uh, among some really terrible uh, conditions up there. Uh, I think it's uh, we've got less than 20% of the search area currently uh, excavated. Uh, gee, what do you say, David? I, I just hope there's a, some sort of closure soon. And, and that's what the police are working towards, Marcus. I mean, they are working towards closure. And, uh, you know, and, and I don't think anybody begrudges the investment from the New South Wales Police into, uh, into this search. And, you know, thanks to the forward commanders, thanks to the commissioners for just not giving up, uh, thanks to the Rural Fire Service volunteers and, and salary officers who are out there yeah. doing, the, doing the grand search. But um, I, yeah, I think that's the, the actual, this, this is beyond just... Um, just a, you know, a local incident. This is now this is now a national tragedy, and I think the, the, every parent needs closure on this. Yep. Every parent, absolutely. And we've, we 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 look at the photo of William, and it could be. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I've got a son named William, and it's just it's, it's heartbreaking for everybody. Uh, and uh, and I think um, I think that's what the police are working towards. Uh, I, I'm 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 hopeful. I, I'm not going to say anything other than hopeful, but I'm hopeful that the police will come to. Uh, come to a position where they can lay charges yeah. and uh, and give us that closure that we so desperately need. Uh, and and of course, you know, if there's somebody out there that did little William wrong, he they, they, he or she needs to be brought to justice. And, and I think that's what we're going to be demanding. All right, just finally, uh, we've got a, an FBI-style uh, investigative unit. Uh, tell me about this operation. Is it Fibida? Is that how you pronounce it? Fibida, yeah. Fibida, I beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah. Yep. As, uh, as, I don't know how many of your listeners have got kids or grandkids that knew, watched the movie Percy Jackson, but Fibida is a Greek um, Greek god of nightmares. That's it. Uh, yeah, and uh, and, and I, I try to crack credit for the, for the name as a history graduate, but unfortunately it came from the police, so I'll, 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 let, I'll let them get the credit for it, but sure. but uh, it is a joint operation. Yeah, it is our. It is you know it has been called our FBI. It's the first time a state government has gone into a um, has gone into a, uh, a memorandum of understanding with the Australian Federal Police. We've got mm-hmm. the uh, the the Crime Intelligence uh, Agency, the federal agency, as well as obviously um, other other law enforcement agencies working towards, but working together. But this this is a uh, this is the first time we've put them together, and uh, there's there's lots of uh, lot, lots of incidents. Uh, in the pipeline, which I think mm. you'll see is a great success. It essentially pulls their resources, pulls their intelligence, um, means that they're going to be in a position to um, uh, to better prosecute um, criminal activity. Uh, or, and and they're and you know they're, they're calling it out, Marcus. They're calling out. You know, there's there's mafia, there's uh, you know East Asian triad gangs, there's uh, you know Middle Eastern crime gangs. They are just calling it out, and uh, and they're getting to the bottom of it. And I think you'll find that uh, this is going to be a good um, good. Uh, a good use of taxpayers' well, money. Well, uh, absolutely, so long as, you know, and I'm sure they will, uh, the wonderful, hard-working officers cause nightmares for, for gangs, cartels and syndicate members. I'm all right with that. David, thank you very much for your time. We'll talk oh, again oh, next week. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Marcus. Talk to you soon.